Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. This episode is the second part to our rabbit hole theme, and we are talking once again about the Kamar Daban incident. Melissa is going to tell Jackie the most popular theories on the internet about what could have happened to this poor group of hikers. Please be aware that this episode will discuss violence and graphic death. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, creepy cats. Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. We have a great little part two episode for you guys today, and I'm really excited to tell Jackie about the theories because last episode with the Kamar Daban episode, just the incident itself, it was a lot, a lot to take in. We hope you guys weren't too scared away and were able to come back for more and figure out, well, try to figure out with us what really happened. Because I am still a little shook. And of course, this is just like how I said before, no one knows for sure what happened. There's been no confirmations or anything like that. So this is all speculation. Um... There's a great Medium article that I used on this, and I had to turn to my good old pals at Reddit, of course, and I read a couple different threads, and basically everyone had the same theories. I'm sure everyone can guess what the number one theory would be. Russia. (laughs) Their involvement. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just, like... Cause of death, Russia. Russia. (laughs) I just, like, don't... I'll just let you get into it. I just really don't know what else, like, it's not a natural, that's just not a natural way to die. Like, I feel like it had to have been some sort of chemical, but that's just my opinion. Or as I said before, like, aliens involved somehow, but again, I don't even know how that would happen. Well, I'm glad you said that word, the big C. Chemical, people. Chemical. (laughs) Because that is, of course, the main theory, is that somehow this was... A chemical weapon of some sort. Um, Because, of course, there is a history of Russia having experimentation with chemical weapons and things like that. And a lot of people do believe that this incident was caused by a nerve agent being used. Which I honestly didn't know that much about nerve agents. I didn't really know what people meant by that. But a nerve agent is a chemical that's a chemical weapon of sorts where a lot of nerve agents can cause lung damage, respiratory damage, bruised lungs, that sort of thing. So when we're talking about nerve agents, we're basically saying a chemical that you would use in a war type of situation to mass kill or maim your opponent. I don't even think that things like this should be like should exist. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like who's going to stop them from making what they want, but it's still just strange. And that's just like what I thought when I heard the Dialatov Pass incident. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like something chemical, but we're not even going to talk about that. (laughs) Right? 
One thing I could talk about, and this is like a, something I could just talk about in an open chat if you guys would ever want to hear, is it even moral at all to use chemical weapons? Like, there's morality in war still. There should still be. And I don't know if chemical weapons even fall into human morality with the things that they can do. But again, that's another conversation. So they're, they can be incredibly toxic, obviously, incredibly potent. And one of the big theories is that if there was a nerve agent that was being used by Russia, is it possible that they did some sort of experiment out in the Kamardaman area? Perhaps there had been testing in the forest, things like that. And the cause of death does actually fit into this scenario. Like you will remember, they, all of them except Ludmila died of hypothermia. So since nerve agents do cause lung damage and respiratory damage, maybe they really did have bruised lungs and what looked like hypothermia, but maybe it was actually caused by this chemical, this nerve agent. Yeah, it's like even though they said hypothermia was the way they died, that's still like not really good explanation because it was summer. Right. And it's like, like, were the temperatures even possible to give them hypothermia? That's what I was just going to say. Like, tell me what the temperature was that night. Tell me how long it would have taken them to and be how, hypothermic. And how the one survivor survived overnight. And ran off. They did say that perhaps because she went into the woods, she was more covered. And maybe that helped the temperature and things like that. But again, you're telling me that there were five people who died of hypothermia and no one was like, we should get up and move camp. Yeah. No one. They just laid there over the course of one night and all died without anyone attempting to leave the campsite. What? Yeah, even if hypothermia was the cause of death, that still doesn't make this make any sense. Right. In a popular YouTube video posted by Kadaber, with almost 400,000 views, and this is how much people love these stories and these rabbit holes, but this YouTuber, Kadaber, brings up the idea that a specific nerve agent called no. Novichok gas specifically could have been used in this case. Novichok gas is said to be the most powerful and dangerous class of nerve agent to ever exist. Jesus. That is like just horrifying and scary to even hear that. They were created by Soviet Russia and apparently were tested around the Kamar Daban region. Novichok gas could cause the consumer, the person to come in contact with it, to convulse and have seizures before falling into a coma if untreated. Sound well, familiar? I was going to say, sounds a little bit like what happened. So maybe the hikers inhaled the gas, began convulsing, and then they passed out. They weren't actually dead, but then later did die due to the gas, or maybe they even were in a coma-like state and then died due to hypothermia because they were in that coma-like state. 
But of course, if that were the case, then still, how was Valentina able to escape it? How, if it was this gas, it seems almost impossible for just one person to not be affected by it. And the articles that I read also, they did address that. A really well-written article, like I said, on Medium by Natasha Mullins. She did an in-depth investigation into nerve agents. She said that she basically like fell down a rabbit hole of looking into nerve agents and the reactions on humans and everything like that. And she proposed a theory that I also saw people on Reddit proposing People are so smart. Let me just say that because I was reading these like, how is someone, this is your hobby and you just come up with all of this. And understand it. Right? But the main theory that people propose is that there was Novichok testing in that area. Like we talked about last episode, there was heavy rainfall the previous days and that was unexpected for the hikers in that area. So perhaps... Perhaps the heavy rainfall washed the nerve agent down the mountainsides in like the remnants of it. Not, of course, it's not a full chemical just spilling down the side of a mountain, but the remnants of what could have been there in previous testing. So people theorize that maybe the morning sun began evaporating the fumes from the nerve agent. Now that I say this out loud, I wonder if it was something with the fire. Like, did the fire they start have it? I'm not even sure if a nerve agent could catch fire because of how a lot, you know, chemicals are very specific. But but it could be, yeah, the mix of the chemicals given off by the fire. Right. Maybe they were all standing around. Maybe Valentina was still in her tent, like, packing things, and maybe she wasn't directly next to it inhaling it. But maybe Satya had walked over a highly toxic spot and maybe they became sick. My, I personally was wondering if it was something with the fire they made that morning in the fumes. But a lot of people theorize it would have been more in like what happened when they started walking, such as maybe Satya leaned over an area where there was a lot of it, such as a puddle or something like that. And then Ludmila runs over to help. She's exposed to the same area. She gets sick almost immediately. And then basically the same thing happens with the other members. They run over to that spot. They become sick. But I thought one, like, didn't. Like, didn't, you know, the survivor ran away, but there was that other guy who ran near the rocks. Yes. Good thing you bring that up because they did talk about that also. They thought... His name was Dennis and Natasha and the medium article specifically said that maybe he crouched down behind the rock and the fumes from him being closer to the ground, like came up from the ground. And that was how he inhaled it. And Valentina didn't at all because she just stood there in her spot and didn't get close to them or close to the ground or anything like that. That sounds like it could be definitely plausible, but then it's... Valentina went back and got the stuff off of the people who had sadly passed away. So it's like, I don't know if at that point, maybe the chemicals had Because it was the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it, because it was the next day, like, did the chemicals just 
did they cook off in the sun? Like, what? Yeah, did they, like, have enough time to spread? I don't know how chemicals work. <laughs> I'm just picturing these Clearly. little, like, ghost cookies of chemicals just being baked with this chemical nerve agent <laughs> in the sun. To death. <laughs> but this is actually crazy. People say maybe this is why the police didn't go and look for the bodies for like 14 days or so after. Remember we talked about that in the last one? We were like, why did police wait so long to investigate? They could have not been dead. Maybe if police would have went out there with helicopters and stuff, they could have found the group. So people theorize that maybe the police were tipped off. Maybe they knew that there was chemicals testing in that area and they couldn't say anything. And maybe that was why they waited. Maybe they knew that there was toxic runoff chemicals and so they didn't want to be exposed to it. Yeah, that's a good point. It just kind of seems like this was a popular hiking area. I mean, I don't know if it's so vast that there weren't any other hikers who went through it in that 14 days, but, like, I don't know. I agree. And all of the articles, of course, even the ones that proposed this theory, still say it makes no sense that Valentina escaped. It doesn't make any sense that there would be toxic runoff in summer. Like, it really doesn't. But all of the things combined, it does seem to make more sense. It does seem more plausible when all of those facts are put together. I wonder, like I said, I wonder if it was something with the fire they started. Was it specifically wood that they used and things like that? Maybe the other groups in the area didn't start fires. I just don't know. It's like maybe somehow the wood still had remnants of the chemical and then it was like you know when that burned it basically like went into the air Mm -hmm. I don't know that's what I wondered and maybe it wasn't that Ludmila ran over and caught it from Sacha maybe it was just the timing of everything and for whatever reason Valentina wasn't around or she didn't inhale it or something I just do think it's also kind of weird like if it was chemical testing like why would you chemical test in an area that's frequented by hikers? Yeah. It makes more sense when it's the Dialatov paths because you're in Siberia when there aren't going to be that many people. Yeah. But yeah, even if you were testing this in the winter, you know that once summer hits, people are going to be hiking through. And it's a tourist area, so it's like, I don't know, people are going to be... Like, if there was someone who's a tourist, they're always going to ask more questions if it's someone who's not from the country and they die there. So it just seems like there'd be even more eyes on that area. Right. This would be like testing something in, like, Denver. The Grand Canyon. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say in Colorado in the summer. Like, you know, once it's winter and snow comes, tourists are coming back out for the activities. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but... A similar theory to this is maybe that the water was contaminated. Maybe it wasn't runoff down the mountain or fumes or things like that. Maybe it was something in the water that they drank. And this theory stems from the fact that Lake Baikal, which is the lake that's above the mountain range where they were hiking, was at that time and still is a large dumping ground for hazardous and toxic materials. In 2017, 
articles were being written to try and mitigate the ongoing pollution of this lake. And this is Lake Baikal is the largest freshwater lake in the world. It's really, really sad that people just use it to dump toxic waste hazardous items. It's like respect people. Yeah, that just really infuriates me, but we won't even go there. I literally just picture in the Simpsons movie when Homer dumps the actual toxic bin into the lake and like (laughs) in the entire thing of Springfield has to be in the dome. It's just, I mean, that's like another theory. I can understand it's plausible, but it just seems like there would have been way more people affected if that was the case. Yeah. And even now. Right? The theory is that, of course, back to the storm, maybe toxins from the lake overflowed down into the mountainside. Maybe hikers had filled their water from the spot at the lake. Maybe it was even something where hikers are used to boiling water and maybe because they couldn't have a fire the night before, maybe some of them had water without boiling it and there was a chemical. We don't know, but it's possible. It's definitely something to consider knowing how toxic the lake itself was and still is. But it still doesn't make any sense why Valentina wouldn't be affected Of course, maybe she got her water from a different source. Maybe she didn't drink water with the rest of the group. But the water theory, it again, it doesn't fit the timeline. Everyone would have been like, it doesn't make sense that water would have affected everyone at once unless they all stood and drank it at the same time. Yeah, and I still just find it hard to believe that no other hikers have ever had that happen if it is the water. Exactly. It's such a toxic lake. It has been for a while. So you're telling me that this only happened on one occasion to a group of five to six people, but it didn't happen any single time after that. Yeah, I find that a little hard to believe. I thought, too, like, maybe they made instant coffee or maybe they made some sort of small snack using water and, like, Valentina didn't have it. But it still just doesn't make sense because everyone digests differently. Like, not everyone would just be sick all at once, even if they did have something contaminated. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It seems like they would have found something in all of their stomachs, like, digested. Unless they immediately just threw it back up. But still. Yeah. That's a good point. But like Jackie said, this theory is just unlikely because of how many hikers were in the area. And Ludmila's daughter's hiking group was in the area close enough that they were going to meet up. So like, where was their group getting water then? It just doesn't, it doesn't fit. That's why I feel like, I mean, obviously on these theories, I believe the chemical one the most, but it still is just weird that... There's uh, people hiking, and yeah, at least in close enough distance where they're meeting up, and only this one group was affected, and not even the whole group. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. And another popular theory, people propose this. I think that this is just like a go-to when bad things happen, is that maybe they witnessed something they shouldn't have. it's just like that doesn't even explain the cause of death like everyone just throws this in the air because it's in russia and i think that honestly people just tie this in with the 
Dialatov pass incident because they're in Russia and they're sketchy. And I think it's easy for people to just say they stumbled upon a government secret or a military experiment. Okay, so they left one survivor. (laughs) (laughs) I know. To make everyone scared by saying what she saw. They're like, Valentina, this is your Jason Bourne era. This is your Liam Neeson era. We'll leave you. You know, I hate to say it because, like, I'm not, I don't even think what I'm about to say happened, so don't come for me. But it's like, it would make more sense to say that Valentina killed them all. But then it's like, even so, how? And none of their causes of death make any sense. Like, (laughs) how do you kill someone by hypothermia? That's my last theory, actually, on the list. I thought, you know, it's so bad to say it, but I thought when she was the only survivor and she was covered in blood, like, that was what my initial thought was, was that, oh, she had something to do with it. But then it's, like, truly how. She's a younger woman killing, like, basically men. I mean, I know they're all younger guys, but still. On a hike. And there's, like, five of them that died and they somehow couldn't gang up on her. On a hike on the day you're supposed to meet another group. Yeah. Like, and here I am about to kill this person's mother. When you don't know where you are. Don't know where you are. You're 17. Barely know how to survive out in the wilderness. With no food. (laughs) I mean, it's just... I'm, like, disproving this theory because I just really, really... I mean, you never know, like, if someone could have such a severe mental break that they block it out of their memory or they make uh, a memory something else. Like, you just don't know. Hold on to that tidbit. Hold on to your titty bits because (laughs) we're going to get back, actually, to that theory because that is... My titty bits can't be held. The titty bitties. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So that is definitely a theory that we'll talk about in a few moments, but I do agree with you. If they stumbled upon something, I always love to how they'll explain it like that. They stumbled upon something. Ew, what if it was like, I just thought about this because stumbling upon something, but then this also doesn't make sense if it was like a Yeti or how they say like Bigfoot or something. That was actually the leading theory for the Dilatov Pass yeah, incident. Was that's that, what made me think of it. It was a Yeti, yeah. Um, I was here for that. I was watching the show once and they swore up and down that the Russian hikers had a camera and in the camera, one of the photographs was of them. And it was like, of course, I don't even know if this is real, but the photo itself was horrifying. It was a snow covered, dense forest. And they took the picture and it was like behind one of the trees looked like it could have been a very large creature. That's terrifying. I will say this is so random, but like, if you go onto YouTube and type in like, Maybe it's not YouTube. Maybe it's Reddit where I saw this. But it's like there are some genuine videos of people hiking and they see stuff or they hear stuff in the woods. And, like, it's so creepy sometimes. Oh, girl. I have watched so many videos like that. Yeah. So many. They're really creepy because you know when someone posts 500 freaking hiking videos and there's just one where they saw something? Like, that's legit. Like, people aren't going to, like, get... There was a video, I think it was a TikTok last year, and it was a guy, and he was a trucker at a truck stop at, like, 3 a.m., and he was in his car recording a sound that he heard. It was so horrifying. It was almost like a monkey yowl, and it was maybe 20 feet, and of course it was in the woods, so he couldn't see. And I'm not saying this is, like, any sort of creature out there, 
But hearing a sound like that out of context when you're not seeing what's making it, it was so, so horrifying. That's terrifying. I remember seeing a video like this guy would hike all the time and he was in a really dense forest. I don't remember where it was, but he had started the video off saying like, I'm trying to get a video of like what I'm seeing. But he said every time he would zoom in, it was like whatever he was filming like new. That And it was like the second he would try to film it, it would move or it would go away real quickly. Oh my God. I'm yeah. scared. Creepy. Okay, we, I could literally, if you guys want us to do something where it's forest, if you want us to do some missing 411 cases, uh, David Salitis, I'm yeah. all over that shit. Same, that stuff really keeps me up at night guessing. Right? So, again, no one actually really thinks that they came across something bad and they were killed for it. We all know every government has their secrets. Every government is hiding something of some sort, small or big. But it just doesn't make any sense that the Russian government would perform a top secret experiment or a mission or something like that during the busiest time of the year and have a group come across it, kill them all except for one. Yeah. Let her go. Even if, for example, say, I'm picturing the beginning of Inglorious Bastards when she runs off into the wilderness. Even if there was a situation like that, if the government did this, they would have just found her. She yeah. was out there for five days. And it's like the police are the ones who, like, they talked to her. So it's like, I don't know. That just don't make sense. Right. Like, if it was the government and somehow one escaped, they would have just tracked her down. She's a novice hiker. I think it'd be pretty obvious for an expert hiker to think you're going to follow a power line to water. Like, so I just don't think that holds up. And I don't really think anyone else believes that. It's just something, of course... Uh, something to consider. Another theory that has been just lightly tossed around is that perhaps the hikers consumed magic mushrooms by mistake. Hmm. I didn't know they could make you bleed out of your orifices. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that because um, that doesn't make any sense. But this theory was proposed because Ludmila was a forager and a survivalist. So she would often teach her students the power of plants and flowers and vegetables and things like that. So I'm sure she taught them as well about mushrooms, what mushrooms can be consumed out in the wild, what mushrooms cannot be. I mean... I think it would make more sense if she, if they consumed mushrooms that were, had the chemicals in them. People think that maybe they actually consumed mushrooms and that this one, I genuinely think that this was proposed by people who have never personally <laughs> experimented in psychedelics because it said that many people who experienced the effects of psilocybin the chemical in mushrooms that causes the effects. Many people experiencing the effects of that see others cry blood or see different variations of blood. <laughs> I think from knowing many people in my personal life and speaking with many people who have experimented with 
psilocybin and um, hallucinogenic drugs and things like that. I have never heard that once. And that still does not explain how they died. <laughs> it like, doesn't. it just doesn't. And I mean, Ludmila had a heart attack. Let's not forget that. Like, so... The theory is that maybe one of the students was gathering things for breakfast and got those mushrooms. They accidentally ate them. They became confused, had an altered mindset, and maybe that they passed out from hypothermia or maybe they just laid down and, like, fell asleep and then succumbed to hypothermia. And then the survivor just had blood all over her for what reason? (laughs) Oh like, my god, girl. I didn't even put that together. That is so true. Your ta- this theory is based along the fact that it was Valentina hallucinating that they cried blood. But you're right. The articles without a doubt said the kayakers reported she had blood on her when she was found. Yeah, and it's like how did they kill and bloody themselves if that if it was the mushrooms i still think i mean i do think it's a possibility that they made something cooked something that morning that had chemicals in it but i don't think it's like your stereotypical magic mushrooms wouldn't the chemical and mushrooms be compromised if you cooked it anyway yeah i have no idea about i don't know either i've never thought about that but i feel like it could be yeah i don't know feel it feels like it could be here are my three my three notes I wrote down for me tearing this theory to shreds. One, Ludmila would have looked at any vegetable, herb, anything before they cooked it. She's an expert hiker and a survivalist. Not only do magic mushrooms exist, they're also poisonous mushrooms. I'm not I don't think that they grow in Russia, but there still are. With everyone knowing the potentials of mushrooms out there, I don't think Ludmila would have been like, throw those into the group omelet. And again, I think that's something, if that was the possibility, that would have happened again or before. Right. So second, if there are mushrooms in the group, if there were magic mushrooms, you're telling me Ludmila didn't look at them and she also didn't tell her students to be careful that those were in the area. And you're right that, like, everyone's digestion is different, so it just digested in everybody within minutes. Right? That was my last note. I don't understand how the entire group was affected. They were all found in the same spot where Valentina saw them. So you mean to tell me that Valentina hallucinated, yeah, but really she she did remember exactly how to get back to the spot And they were in the same place. And had the wherewithal to follow a power line to the water. And couldn't, like, remember that they had eaten mushrooms that were, like, made her... We just shit all Yeah, I just don't. I clearly don't believe that one at all. Psilocybin affects everyone differently, obviously. We've all heard of a bad trip. We've all heard of a life-changing spiritual trip. So I just don't believe that six people would have the same experience pass out in the same area all of them die except one who had a heart attack of hypothermia it makes no sense it just doesn't and what valentina just didn't tell them like yeah we consumed mushrooms earlier in the day she didn't tell investigators that she probably could have put two and two together everyone knows that there are magic mushrooms even in the 90s 
I mean, that doesn't, yeah, I feel like it's still suspect that the police didn't investigate for so long. Like, that fits more along the lines of it being a chemical interaction of sorts. Yeah, I just, I don't like that theory. So our final theory, which Jackie already brought up. Aliens. (laughs) Is that what it is? No, girl. Damn it. No. Oh, the Yeti thing? (laughs) Not that either. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know what I said at this point. (laughs) Jackie thinks aliens in the Yeti are more plausible than Valentina not remembering. Oh, right. (laughs) Killing them? (laughs) No, just maybe she (laughs) did. Now I really don't know. I was going to say, maybe she just can't. Maybe the events, she's just oh. not recalling them correctly. No. <laughs> like, okay, that still doesn't explain how they died, though. Like, like she killed everyone? Yeah. Yeti? With aliens? the Yeti? <laughs> and the aliens? That is actually what happened, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Valentina was abducted by aliens. They plopped her back down. There was a Yeti there, and the three of them <laughs> conjured this plan. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so people do wonder if Valentina's story is just not accurate because that's the only thing we have to go on. So there are two different things that could be true. One, she is intentionally lying to cover something up. It just doesn't make any sense, though, because, like, what would she have to be covering up? We have the autopsies, and they don't show any signs of homicide or anything like that. So the other theory is that the trauma of the situation has just caused her to not remember everything that happened or the trauma of the situation has just blurred her memories kind of, or you know how it is like when there's a game of telephone, when a really dramatic event happens, no one remembers it exactly. Even if it lives in your mind, some parts of it are changed from the trauma that you just went through. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. But again, like that doesn't, explain it like yeah that could be part of the story but that doesn't explain how they died which is clearly the most jarring part of the story right some people like some of the articles said that maybe for whatever reason she witnessed the group succumbing to hypothermia and maybe the trauma of that made it be this crazy event Because she said that the hikers had clawed at their skin and their clothes and, um, you know, the one had hit her head off of the rock. And it is common that when you're suffering from extensive hypothermia, there is a stage where you get hot and you try to undress. Um, There's like a term for it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I think a lot of people have heard of that before. Sometimes when people die from hypothermia, they're found without pieces of their clothes Because of that, maybe Valentina herself experienced hypothermia, but she ran off from the group. And then maybe she, because she ran off, she found shelter and being in the trees with less wind and stuff like that. Maybe she was able to warm up and um, beat those 
effects of hypothermia? It just still doesn't make sense to me because I feel like if you had brain fog and you were seeing things incorrectly, she still knew exactly where they were. She still was able to go back and get stuff and then had enough wherewithal after all that to make it to safety. And Ludmila died of a heart attack. So it's still like, what is up with that? I still think it's that she saw something so shocking that... I agree. Her body, I mean, yeah, you can have a heart attack from seeing something so shocking or hearing something so shocking. So it's just like, what does that... Do you know what I wonder now that I think about it? Hmm. I wonder if Ludmila had a heart attack and the group freaked out because she was their instructor and they didn't know what to do. Maybe Valentina was like... I'm leaving. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to stay. And maybe the others were like, we need to stay here with her. And maybe they stayed until it got really cold. And one night they did pass. And maybe Valentina has tremendous guilt from that. Maybe a situation like that did happen. There are just so many missing pieces. It's just so strange that it happened in the summer. And it's like... Right. The kayakers... Why didn't other hikers... It's like, it's not like they were the only ones out there. If they would have died from hypothermia, I feel like other people would have said, oh, it was so cold that night. Like, no one expected it to be that cold, but... And the hikers said in the articles, unless because it's been, you know, uh, like 30 years or so, maybe stories are just getting crossed and things like that. Maybe she wasn't covered in blood. Maybe she has some scratches from walking around the woods for five freaking days. Maybe she wasn't covered in blood. Maybe it wasn't this crazy story. But every single article said she was so shaken, she couldn't tell the police what happened for days to weeks, could have even been months. And I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. Like, who's to say? It's really hard to say what trauma can do to the brain without knowing. And the thing that I think, though, is weird about the hypothermia is that they had made it through one night. It was raining. It wasn't Two nights. Two. And it wasn't so cold that it was snowing. So if it had somehow chilled so much, I just feel like the weather would reflect that. Or other people, like Lumila's own daughter might have said, oh, it was so cold. That's such a great point, too. It's also like, okay, maybe if there is a situation where Ludmila had a heart attack and she died and the group panicked and did nothing, no one in the group thought to meet up with her daughter. And yeah. no one had no one had a map of the area. No, that makes no sense because Valentina said when Sacha died, Ludmila told them to keep going. Yeah. And meet up with her daughter's group true how could they have done that if like they didn't know the area like maybe in in, that's what i'm just like i can't wrap my head around it if ludmila passed the group could have kept going and met up with her daughter they could have met up with other hikers and they could have thought like we'll just recover her body i mean it just doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense and i'm no one knows for sure when someone is dead from a heart attack, even, you know, feeling for a pulse and things like that, we're always wrong. Someone can have a faint, faint pulse. So it's still just crazy. Even if she did have a heart attack and they witnessed it, like, you weren't going to go get help after that? Yeah, all of you just stayed there. It just doesn't make sense because it's not like they have absolutely no hiking experience. They have to be semi-experienced to even do this overnight thing. They just hiked for days prior, and it does prove their experience, the fact that Valentina survived for the next five days. Yeah. Which I find is, like, 
kind of blows the hypothermia thing out of the water because it's like, how did you survive all that time? My theory is, number one, chemical agent. I really do think it's Novagic gas. And because of the region, because of what we know about the effects of it, if it was not, I think that Ludmila passed from a heart attack. The group stayed. Valentina chose not to stay. And the guilt of that decision mixed with actually seeing someone die has had her create this story where it was more dramatic and more of a hero type situation. But I genuinely just don't believe that because trauma and guilt, especially years and years and years after, brings out a lot in people. People, we all know, you have a guilty conscience, you have to tell someone. So what, in the 30 years since then, she has never gave them another story or anything like that? I agree. I still think, yeah, it's chemical. Oh my god, this one in the Dilatov Pass, I just want to know what happened so bad. I just want to know. This is also like the Yuba County Five. I need to know. Like, the insatiable need to know what happened in these cases is crazy. I agree. And that's the definition of a rabbit hole case, baby. (laughs) Oh my god, well... I hope everyone liked that episode. I had a lot of fun researching this because I just love a good rabbit hole. And I love when it's like five different theories that some make sense. You could dive down each one of them. So let me know if you guys know this case. What are your theories about this case? What are your theories about the other mysterious Russian cases? Is it the government? Is it coincidence? Yeah, and let us know if there's any other stories like this that keep you researching and keep you up at night, because we would love to talk about them or just look them up on our own. Yes, next couple episodes, we have some even, some more great mysteries and rabbit holes to go down, so stay with us, and we will be bringing you guys some great episodes to come. Yep, and if you're not following us on Instagram, we're at Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast. That's where you guys can give us any recommendations. Just slide in the DMs, and we would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Looking at Jackie until she harmonizes with me. No. Bye. <laughs> Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats. <laughs>